Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Father's Day. Yep, just got 25% off some champion t-shirts at Kohl's. My dad is all about staying active. Sounds terrific. <laughs> Was that a dad joke? It felt fitting. Like the yard games I got from my husband. They were 50% off and I got Kohl's cash. It's the best feeling, isn't it? What, the deals or the Kohl's cash? Or getting it in less than an hour with free store pickup. Well, all the above. Select styles. Sale ends June 20th. Coupons do not apply to champions. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Hello, and welcome to Inconceivable. I'm Liam. I'm Chris. I'm Wesley. And we are Evil X's 8, 9, and 10. (laughs) Yes, we have yet another new guest with us, Chris, today. Chris, fun fact... (laughs) Is our friend. No. (laughs) Has been mentioned on the podcast before. You care to enlighten us? (laughs) Okay, yeah, so there was that, that one time when... They were talking about, was it Boston Comic Con we all went to? It was like Cosplay Origins, and I think it was like episode two or three. It was like really early oh, in season God. one. Yeah, I know. I think it was one of the first ones. He yeah. Did. Because, yeah, so anyway. So I, I, I tend to have a little bit of tasteless humor, and <laughs> <laughs> as I said before. And so we're waiting in line. It's like stretching back, like several buildings around all the corners. And, you know, we're just trying to amuse ourselves. And, mm. you know, ahead of us in line, I see a guy in a wheelchair who was... Yeah, he was. I don't know who he was cosplayed as, but I just I cracked the joke. I was like, "Hey, look! I'm like that dude's cosplaying a cripple," <laughs> and you know, obviously, I got some laughs at the time. But then that was brought up in the podcast, and then but not Alex, Alex, the fact that yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. You brought it up like Alex so, and I totally threw you under the bus. <laughs> so Alex, Alex was telling the story, and Wesley's like, "How on earth did you make that mistake?" <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to the podcast, like. <sighs> Oh, so really it was me who threw you under the bus? Yeah. Well, then Alex just kind of went along with it because oh. he, didn't, yeah. like, he didn't want to backpedal. I was like, Alex, you let me down, man. Way to go to like, defend your friend. Oh, and I, I knew I knew the whole story the whole time, and I'm just sitting there laughing, watching this all fall apart. Just like, Chris is going to love this. Yeah. Movie, Wait until he comes on, on an episode sometime. Oh, yeah. God. So that time has come. Cool. So that, a- any choice been... words for Alex? Nothing which I, I care to say yeah. to the microphone look, right look now. Who's in your seat. <laughs> look who's in your seat today, eh, buddy? <laughs> so that's been rectified. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you didn't get the clue by the intro, I'm going to talk about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is literally the one movie of, specifically. The movie, yeah, that's yeah. why I said versus the world. Oh I don't yeah, think yeah. The book's called that. I think the book's just called Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is literally one of my favorite movies. I've watched I watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World more than any other movie, and that's because movies like Star Wars and Harry Potter, I'll like rotate them. So like yeah. I don't watch episode four like a dozen times. So you've seen Scott Pilgrim more than any one Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen Star Wars, Harry Potter, maybe even Lord of the Rings collectively mm-hmm. um, in their series more than Scott Pilgrim, but as far as a standalone movie goes, Scott Pilgrim. That'd be like Scott the Princess Pilgrim. Bride for me. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Princess Bride's up there, but yeah. like I, I love that movie. Yeah, we so <laughs> everything about it. There's you can't like that's such a high reach rewatch value. Yeah. Like yeah. it just doesn't get old. Like the jokes still are super funny, you yeah. know. And Scott Pilgrim falls right into that niche. Exactly. Like, like they say, like this is just one of those really rewatchable movies. And you know what's really funny? That this movie does something for me that not many does that I laugh more at this movie the more I watch it. Because <laughs> Well, like, because like part of like waiting for the joke becomes the best part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well not only that, but the movie this particular movie has a lot of like like dry, like subtle humor. Mm-hmm. So like, they will not point out these jokes to you. They're fast and they fly under the radar. You will miss like three quarters of the joke, the uh, jokes the first time you watch it. Like guaranteed, there's just gonna be a lot that you just don't see. Um, like one of my favorite things that I quote all the time, like no one really gets. There's this part where Scott's talking about his exes, and then I think, um, um, what's her, what's her, um. The girl's name. Good grief. I don't I'm blanking on the name. I was, no, no. The yeah, name Mr. I've seen it a million times. <laughs> no, it starts with an R. Um, an oh R? Gosh, how, how, I, how have I forgotten her name? Oh, no. uh, Ramona. Jeez. Okay, all right. Good grief, I swear. Y'all better give him <laughs> yeah. a flag for that. <laughs> oh. um, 
But Ramona asks us, like, but what about uh, you and Knives? Like, oh, yeah, we're cool now. And you just hear Knives in the background, like, no! (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, super subtle, and, like, you What what part of that do you quote all the time? Just that, no! No! Yeah, (laughs) it's like when someone, like, like, indirectly disses you, and I'm just Uh. like, no! (laughs) Like, it's not what it seems like. (laughs) Like, Chris, when you're listening to Alex and Wesley talk about you, you're just like, no! (laughs) I I think it's a little more than no. (laughs) Kind of me just banging my head against the wall, like, make it stop! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there's just a lot of dry humor. Um, This movie is also directed by one of my favorite directors, um, Edgar Wright, who writes, um, directs rather, um, um, Shot of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, um, World's End, so the Cornello trilogy. Trio, unofficially called, you know, yeah, those ones with uh, Nick Frost and yeah. uh, Simon Pegg, so good movies. And then recently he came out with um, uh, with Baby Driver, which is really cool because Baby Driver is the first one things. where it's his own work. Because huh, okay, the the trilogy that's all been like the masterminds of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and then Edgar Wright was just that perfect pairing to bring those to exactly how they envisioned it. You know, mm-hmm. then you had um. Scott Pilgrim, which is an adaptation, which he was a great fit for. Like, yeah. people, are, this is one of the, people don't talk about how good of an adaptation this it's is. It's a cult classic, for yeah. sure. Like, Anybody who loves Scott Pilgrim, the book slash novel, loves this movie. It's mm-hmm. really faithful to the thing. There is very few discrepancies. And I know there is things that are different, but as far as, like, compared to other things, like, this one I want to say is, like, 90, 90% true to the book. Like, it's really good. Yeah. And And what's even more amazing is... The style that this book has, so like for instance, one of the hard things what we talk about all the time, anime to live action, is that some of the stylistic things that they do in the anime just doesn't translate translate over to live action. Don't get me started on any <laughs> anime that's a live action. Um, oh, it's so. So yeah, and like yes, yeah, we talk about like cringy acting in live action anime adaptations because they're trying to figure out where that line is, trying to pull from the anime counterparts into live action. There's just there's too much about anime that you can't put into a real life yeah. setting. It's just like doesn't matter how much computer animation you do and you know how you try to make the environment look. It's just anime is just too goofy or there's too much superpower. Right. Or you just you can't. They do I don't things know. that like literally you can't replicate in real life and they <laughs> like, have to accept that and not how do you replicate to... like a pulsating like like uh uh like vein on your yeah. forehead or like <laughs> or you oh wouldn't have God. like the nose bleeding <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like fire in the background yeah. and you're angry like yeah please this is this yeah. is so many things so um you have the similar like issue with that here except that somehow he nailed that stylistic thing for the book where it was super tasteful but still totally felt like they were taking a page right out of the book and it was just like especially with all the graphics and the text that they use like right off the gate from the beginning when they do the intros Mm -hmm. like scout program like he just lives like what was it like other neil like he yeah he's the other neil Neil. (laughs) um it's so uh it's so like they have a lot of like unspoken humor too, like visual humor too. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that doesn't like this this one's just a more of a like a film nerd thing is his transitions are so good from how he goes from one scene to the other. It's seamless in ways you couldn't imagine because he does stuff that nobody else does, and mm-hmm. it's really clever. And it's something that you really appreciate more and more as you watch it because it's so seamless that you just doesn't even hit you. Um, the first few times you're watching it, but as you watch more, you really start to see the details and the inner workings of the movie, and you can really appreciate how they brought this one crazy scene to another and made it seem like it was a piece of cake, you know? Mm. See, I never read the book, so the movie was 100% new to me when I saw it, Mm. and it it took all I could just to follow along with what was happening. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I loved it, but you're right. I'm sure I missed, like, at least 80, 85% of the jokes in there. It is is fast-paced, but I think that, because I think the first time you're watching it, this movie has a great balance of action, story, and humor. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's such a good balance. And what's great is that when you first watch it, the things that stand out to you is the action. You know, um, it's got amazing action scenes with Scott fighting his exes, you know, and really, like, awesome, like, animations that's related to those fight scenes. Right, but once that's not your main focus, next time you watch it, it kind of gives you a chance to start looking at the rest of the movie. Exactly. And start, start it gives you those something little different. Points. It's yeah. so fun, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, like, after my first viewing of it, I was literally just like, wow. 
<laughs> like, yeah. like, like yeah. almost of Owen Will, like of. Uh, Dang it, what's his name now? Owen Wilson? Yeah. Of, of almost Owen Wilson quality. Yeah. Like, my wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, it's so much fun. Or it'd be like wow. the Vine guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I forgot his name for a second. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, so you've so this <laughs> movie has a lot like of like the situation. Name, so. <laughs> yeah, you forgot Ramona's name, so yeah, jeez, uh, that was embarrassing. Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh, uh, who who that? No, that was some other loser. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. No, that was some <laughs> other... <laughs> we were just talking about the Pac Man. We was like, were you the guy the Pac Man got the party? He's like, oh no, that was some other loser. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> totally not me. Um, I wish like I wish we had time to watch the movie again before we did this because I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, I own oh, it now. I love it. So it took you me. Own it now? I rented it like five times because I you can't. And it's like I need to own this. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. been like a year and a half. Well, what's the sad thing? That, so. It's worth it's worth mentioning real quick. What's the very sad thing about this movie is that it wasn't a commercial success for whatever reason. Because even though a lot of people were super pumped to see it being made and super excited signatures and stuff like that, people didn't go to support it in the theaters, and. It didn't do nearly as well in the box office as they thought it would. I think it did about thirty percent of what they were expe- expecting. Like it was Ouch. bad. Yeah. Mm. Um, I know that they. I don't think they broke even on that movie. Um, no. That being said, like as we all know, this movie is a cult classic now, and um, it's it's amazing how many people watch it. Like the amount of people that watch it now compared to the movies is like insane. Um, and uh, it, that's really sad. And I just think that it's important that if you support a movie like that, especially when it comes to adaptations that you like, you've been waiting for your entire yeah. life. Yeah. Like I went and saw all the DCEU movies more yeah. than once because. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. I, it's rooting uh, for my boys. And I don't. I don't care how. I don't care how big the company is. If it's Disney, that's like. Like say Disney decides because they love doing like. Are you kidding old... me? They could like release a movie for free. Like <laughs> it would still make tons yeah, of money like... somehow. <laughs> but like if it if it doesn't like uh for instance like for instance say that um what's that one that came out like a year or two ago um Tomorrowland. Uh, did, did you ever see Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland? No. You didn't see that. What one? was that about? What I never saw mean? it either. You didn't see it? Oh, it's. <sighs> It's kind of hard to explain because a lot of the plot is like a Who's like in a mystery it? kind of thing. Um, it's not the one with Tom Cruise. I think it is. I don't think it's called Tomorrowland. I think it's like Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, with Tom Cruise, he's like in like a sol- he's like a soldier and he keeps like dying coming back. No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's oh, no, Tomorrowland. That's a totally different one. Who's yeah. in that? Uh, it was in 2015. Um, the George Clooney, that's who it was. Oh, I probably haven't seen it. Yeah, but, uh, I've seen very little George Clooney movies. But Ocean's that, Eleven. But that, I still haven't seen that either. Love that. Unfortunately, one. for that one, that wasn't a really good movie. But that, if that was like a really good movie, no one went to see it. That Disney would stop trying to do really like creative narrative stuff, you know? Because yeah. I will applaud Disney on that movie. That was something that was definitely different from what they normally try to do. It was by no means something that was guaranteed to make a lot of money. That was a big risk for them to do. Still talking and, about Tomorrowland, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was really cool that they tried to do something really distinctly different and mm-hmm. it's a shame that it didn't end up being as good as it could have been, you know, a lot left, left a lot on the table. But anyways, um, I think it's really important to support movies that we're excited about and not just talk about them or just, you know, yeah. after the fact. Yeah, so go see also, Aquaman in December. <laughs> also feel free to don't support movies that you really don't want to see, like Another Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that it's coming. Or Cars 4. It's I don't know if that's coming, but, geez. like, we didn't even need the first, the second two. Like, oh my God, like, I'm so sick of hearing it. Or Fifty Shades of Grey. Right, that's the only so reason just, why just they keep making go. Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm Fifty Shades of Done with those. Fifty Shades of Done. For real. Um, go home and love your people. Like, so... <laughs> Uh, when you say yeah. people, you, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like anyway. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's it for that little tangent from that. But uh, other things that are really great in Scott program, I think the casting is amazing. Um, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, dude. He, like, literally is Scott Pilgrim. Like, he does it so... Just the awkward, like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, Michael Sarah is one of those actors, like, like William Defoe, uh-huh. where there's not, like... There's not many characters that's for him, but when there is one for him, only he can do it. Yeah. So it's like, Michael Sarah is a very specific kind of awkward, you know, and he's got a little bit of nerdiness in him, but he's also not like totally incapable of being 
like like another example of like a like an awkward kind of like human actor would be um like um what's his name oh, I want to say his last name the guy in uh, Megamind who played like the uh, the red curly hair dude well the voice actor for that Jonah yeah Hill? Jo- Jonah Hill I know okay. it's like I, it was like it's not Jonah I think like, it's Jonah, Jonah Hill yeah, yeah no it's Jonah Hill okay. Jonah Hill also does like awkward kind of characters but it's a, also a different it's different kind. yeah yeah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you for a second. Yeah. Have you seen like the Michael Sarah becomes uh, becomes um, uh, what's his face? There's like an evolution, like there. Yeah. Like, no, I know exactly like, what you're talking about. This is this co- becomes episode. Andy Samberg becomes yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, and like, like, oh my god, I love those. this. Is this is the podcast where we forget everyone's names? Yes. So yep. Right. Uh, wet. wet. <laughs> oh my word, Bill. <laughs> oh no. I already hate this. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm trying to think of other things I really want to mention. I mentioned just how well put together production wise this movie is. They do such a great job. Fun fact um, Chris Evans, didn't forget his name. Chris Evans <laughs> is in this movie I'd and be he really plays. i if you did. Oh he yeah, plays, he is in this movie. Yeah, and he oh plays like a baddie, and it's so hilarious because now all we can see him as now is Captain America, and he's literally playing the opposite of that. He's literally a huge douche, uh, playing this. Douche canoe. Yeah, he's a huge douche canoe. Yeah. Chris Evans being the Boy Scout, he's the bully on the playground. Yeah, I, I love that. He plays the role so. Well. Oh, so well. It's it's amazing how well like after seeing him play Captain America. <laughs> yeah, he's like, literally like yeah. always fixing Just his hair. His hair over, like. <laughs> oh. Like me. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> well, if I had hair, maybe. But. I want his adopted babies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh. Um, uh, is it Wayne? No. I'm Still forgetting wrong. everybody's names. Um, <laughs> Who? Which Which where, character? No, it starts with a W. Um, Wallace. Wallace. I was really close. Wallace, Wallace is the um, his Scott's uh, gay roommate. Remember? <laughs> yeah. No me. <laughs> it just. Oh my gosh. Almost every scene that he's oh, in Wallace. is just hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, and then, um, Anna Kendrick is also in this as Scott's oh, sister. Yeah. And she 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 has a, like a few scenes, but they're all still really good. You know, she plays a pretty stereotypical um, teen that likes to talk rumors about everything, and it's mm-hmm. I, she's such a great supporting uh, actress in that I one. I totally forgot she was in that. Movie. Yeah. Oh no, there's a, um, I'm trying to think. I think that's. I think that's it for the bigger actors, though. I don't think there's any other um, big name actors or actresses that I can think of. I could well, because like from my point of view, there's other people who's like, oh, I've seen this person in like four other movies before Scott Pilgrim. Why are you bringing up this actor? Yeah, this actress. I don't Sorry. recognize yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly not that big. If I ever recognize them, yeah. So, um, but it's. The movie just such, does such a, such a good job of rewarding you for rewatching it. It's got such a great um, flow, both in pacing and its callbacks to its own things. Like the like that's the thing is that this movie kind of builds up its own specific humor that you appreciate more the more you watch it, and it does that really effectively when you see how well it calls itself out in certain mm-hmm. things. Um, so like there's just so much to like this movie just gives so much back to you you know um that's just it's really really enjoyable to watch and this is why i've seen it like at least 12 times now um and i've rewatched it with so many friends and it's so great rewatching it with people i'd still see it again on my own but my favorite thing is like finding someone who has the scene scott pilgrim like oh guess where we're watching now we're watching scott pilgrim yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and it's it's the same it's like it's it's one of those like unforgettable cult classics because it's it's literally what we do with like oh you haven't seen the princess bride or yeah. you haven't seen this it's just like guess what we're doing like, but, but the difference before is that we a, can like, be friends. A, a lot of people have seen princess bride yeah a little well, bit that's been around a lot longer well, yeah, too that's true. so it's had more time a little bit less um monty python and the holy grail yes that one, that's another one too uh but a little bit less than princess one. bride for as people have seen, you haven't seen that one no, well, I was. I was We're told putting on a friendship on hold until you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I ended up seeing uh, the Princess Bride because of that because I was told that I couldn't be an actual homeschooler until I've seen this. Movie. <laughs> well, that's true. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I have no choice then. So I <laughs> finally ended up watching it. Absolutely loved the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's inconceivable. Yeah, but by the way, here we are. are. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that, so. <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it, if if you didn't catch this from the very beginning, um. 
that that is 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 directly from Princess Bride. That's not like yeah. It's not trying to hide the fact. Yeah, no, we, we did. didn't rip that off. Yeah. That was that was the idea. The the intro clip you heard at the very beginning of this episode. Yes, that is actually him saying inconceivable. Of course, so it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just got some an artistic twist. Yeah, yeah artistic. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. No. <laughs> Suddenly, like, oh, I don't. What is that music that's playing at the beginning of this episode? Is that old young people music? <laughs> uh, Robot noises is my. <laughs> some of the older people in my life like to call it. <laughs> Them robot voices again? <laughs> is, that, is that what your dad calls it? No, not my dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just feel like your dad would be the one. You kidding me? My my dad has fun with stuff like that. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Phil still thinks it's stupid, but that's well, fun that's what with I mean. It. It's like even if he didn't take it seriously, I feel like that's something that he would say about dubstep. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like something I think I've heard my grandfather say. But. Also, I tried to do uh, a job of uh, not spoiling this movie. Uh, believe it or not, um, I should have actually said that I wasn't planning on talking spoilers for this movie. Um, but um, if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch it. You can rent it just about anywhere. You can like, you, you it's on Amazon. It's yeah, the it's easiest. Like for me, it's the easiest place to get movies. That's now. where I rent all of my movies yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do it from Google Play because I get free. That that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you won't find it on Netflix. You won't find it on Hulu. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's too good. Honestly, yeah. really, it is. Like, <laughs> they can yeah. still make money off of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I rented it like five times before I finally just actually bought the online version because yeah. like you can't find it on DVD in stores you'd have to order it from Amazon mm-hmm. but then there's been so many situations where I've spontaneously watched it on the road that this is actually one that I've wanted to own digitally yeah. so then I could always just pop it up when I'm at a friend's house or something like that so, so you own Scott Pilgrim digitally yeah yeah okay cool yeah nice so let me know if you want to rewatch it with me because I'll do that in a heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> how about no like, I got things yeah. to do <laughs> but, uh, I seriously quote this movie like it's up there top three for things I quote on the daily um, mm. and it's it's kind of sad though because there's a lot of stuff I quote that no one else gets but I don't care because I just love the movie so much oh so. I do that with The Office all the time <laughs> I oh probably quote The Office on the daily and like I mean, it's so easy because you can literally just be like, "That's what she said," and you've quoted the office. But I mean, yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. But I mean, like meaningful quotes <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. Oh man, that's what Alex was doing when I still lived here. Just it was constant like office quotes, and I just look at it with like a weird smile on my face. You're like, okay, you just do it. You, you do care to explain that? You do a gym at the camera look. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think I did that once on an episode where like you guys are going on about something, and I just like looked into the camera, just like these guys. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what episode it is. Feel free to try to fish that one out. So. Yeah. Is it bad that like old Alex actually kind of reminded me of Dwight? Yes. <laughs> Yes. He was a lot like him. Alex ways. has gone through several iterations. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Alex like years. three right now. I think, <laughs> I think we are actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've loved all three of them equally, just saying. <laughs> but you haven't, but even, all, like, you haven't even seen his final form. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't even final Alex's form. final form. <laughs> oh. All right. You want to? What do? You, what do you have to talk? I'll about? I'll go next. Day? We're yeah. gonna. We're going to go into the Badlands. Oh, uh, yeah. One of my, like, favorite TV shows right now is called Into the Badlands on AMC. I'm going to give you guys the opening intro right now. The wars were so long, nobody even remembers. Darkness and fear ruled until the time of the barons. Seven men and women who forged order out of chaos. People flocked to them for protection. That protection became servitude. They banished guns and trained armies of lethal fighters they called Clippers. This world is built on blood. Nobody's innocent here. Welcome to the Badlands. <laughs> so it's really like it, yeah, like yeah. Oh yes, pretty good. <laughs> it's 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 such a unique show. Like definitely a nice change of pace from like The Walking Dead. Mm. I, I'd probably it's definitely up there on like AMC's shows. That's great. It's it's like I've I've definitely heard of it, but it definitely hasn't been in the limelight yet. I know, and I'm so surprised people aren't talking about it. Well, that's why we're so, doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna Guess talk it's about in the limelight it. now. You're gonna go watch it, and it's all inconceivable. It's been discovered now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like one of the goals for for the show when they were making it was to produce a com- like produce like a compelling character drama, but also introduce like 
really high caliber like martial arts filmmaking like on mm. like a daily like serialized show right and like honestly that is one of the best things about it is like all the fight scenes are just they awesome so good yeah with all of them yeah like, i've like i said i've only seen the first season so far mm-hmm. but i wasn't disappointed with a single fight yeah so so like ground rules spoilers for season one not for season two i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do no any spoilers, spoilers at all okay. yeah because whoa because season two just came out like a couple days ago on netflix so i i like just finished season two last night chris has seen season one so all six episodes yeah i tell you six wasn't enough no like it was definitely amc like giving it like a trial run and it succeeded that, I think that's it a good right problem now. to have though yeah well honestly the first season of the walking dead only had six episodes too really yeah it did yeah huh. so um second season of into the badlands has 10 and the third season airs April 22nd, and it has 16 episodes. So it's getting mm. bigger, and, like, the story this, is... Do you think this will be another Walking Dead caliber I show? hope not, because, really? well, because I don't not. like the way The Walking Dead has gone so far. Like, The Walking Dead literally can't top itself anymore, and that's why it's not interesting oh. anymore. Okay. So, it's like... A, I think it's kind of like a, like a actual, like, Walking Dead. Like, it, the show just kind of won't oh, die. It's it's, still, yeah, the show it's itself still, is like, Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, all right, like no no scenario which pops up now was really that much different from a previous one that you've seen. Mm, yeah, just, exactly. I think I said like we talked about Walking Dead like a long time ago, um, in season one. Yeah, um, we where, did. Where my like summary of my opinion is that is that I feel like Walking Dead is just a continual of oh, we found this new safe place. We go to safe place. It's not as safe as we thought. People die. We find a new safe place. We go to that safe place. We think it's safe, but it's not safe. People die. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yeah. continuing yeah. over and over. The person you, know? you didn't think was going to die dies. Yeah, like, no, all the time. Like, it's yeah. just... No, it's not they, surprising. That's the thing. Yeah, it's no, like, it becomes a little Game of Thrones. Yeah, and there. they killed <laughs> off all the characters I cared about, and then didn't introduce any other characters that I cared about. Ooh. Like that—that that was my problem. Yeah, is none of the new characters coming in were really. I didn't like. I was. Eh. That was my biggest problem. <laughs> Glenn, excuse me. <laughs> Poor Glenn. Rip. I did like Glenn. Yeah. That, I remember seeing that episode. That was. Uh, yeah. That was an episode. It was. It was <laughs> interesting. Seen, uh, it was uh, mind blowing. Oh, have, have you seen the meme? We have. This is Glenn, and then the, the one where it's just like hamburger, like on the shelf. Like this is him now after taking. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> feel old yet? Yeah, I feel old. Yeah. Oh, this is Glenn now. Yeah, <laughs> feel old yet? Uh, That's but bad. so like so into the badlands. I just. I, r- I did write some things down about it because the show is so unique. Like, mm-hmm. that's what... Like, not only were the fight scenes really good, and it, like, it reminded me of, like, old kung fu movies I'd watch with my dad, like, kung fu theater on, like, s- like Saturdays and stuff oh, yeah. like that, or, like, like Jet Li movies and stuff like that. The choreography is just really good. But beyond that, like, the universe they built for the show is so, like, interesting. So, like, it's in a post-apocalyptic world, but it's, like, set 500 years after that apocalypse took place. Mm. Um, but they still have like cars and electricity. They've just like banned guns. Like guns have just been like banished. Like nobody uses them. It's all like swords and like martial arts combat. And um, now, question: Is this a world where guns didn't exist? No, or- guns did exist. Okay. Because like it says, like in that opening, it says. Uh, um, did it say in that opening? It mentioned guns in the opening somewhere. Um. Yeah, the banished guns. Yeah, banished guns and trained armies of lethal fighters called clippers. Yeah, so like they were in this post-apocalyptic world, they've like reverted back to like the feudal system. Mm-hmm. So you have like seven barons that like all own territories and they like trade with each other to keep the peace, like oil, like oil and like opium, and they have like poppy fields. Mm-hmm. So then you have the baron, and then his slaves are called cogs, and then his warriors are called clippers. And the main character of the show is a clipper named Sonny. And he's actually the captain of his clippers, so he's like the regent. So he's his baron's right-hand man. And the thing about clippers is they can't have... um, They're not allowed to have families. And so, like, the the main character's name is Sonny. So, like, a big thing for him is he's, like, the only thing he's ever known is killing. And, like, oh, another cool thing is they, like, they, like 
have like tally tattoos of all their kills. Oh, like so, like <laughs> what? Well, yeah, well, no, only like like literally like large like black lines oh, and gotcha. like tallies yeah. and just stuff. Just like the four and then like yeah, the and like Sunny know? has them like everywhere. Like he's just like covered in them. And what was it like seventy something confirmed kills? Well, it was like it was like way up. There. Honestly, one thing I will say is in season two they said four hundred and four. So I don't know if. I don't think he gets any new tattoos at all in the series. Well, I mean... Because things happen. You did but see him kill, like, 200 people in the yeah, first season. Yeah, so, I mean, so, like, it's more than that, but I know in season two they say he has 404 tally marks as tattoos on his skin, so... But, like, anyway, like, his his journey is killing is all he's ever known, and, like, like he, he eventually just wants to run away from that. Hmm. And there's also this character called MK, who's, like, a teenager that has this, like, special ability that we're, like... If you cut him and he starts to bleed, like his eyes go dark and he just like be- yeah he just like becomes like this like like super powered like 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 martial artist like just crazy. That's, that's not crazy. no, and he doesn't remember any of it. So like once Whoa. it's over and he comes back and he's like killed like a million people, he doesn't even know. He doesn't remember any of it at all. So it's like a totally different like entity inside like, of him. Oh, you know what that reminds me? Really fun night out. Re- yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no. The combination of, like, marks on, marks on your um, your body and not remembering stuff reminds me of Oh, uh, from Doctor Silence. Who. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so, um, Daniel Wu plays the main character, um, and he's, like, an actual martial artist. He, like, trains in Wushu and stuff like that. Are you, are you familiar with Wushu at all? Yeah. I don't really know what that's a like. A little bit. What is that like? Is this, like, uh, Chinese martial arts, a lot of like fluid. <laughs> so, well, like, so it's like fluid, kind of like kung fu. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. There's so many different because I know karate is more really like linear. Hard. Oh yeah, you yeah. see like a lot of like the main martial arts, you know, kung fu, karate, mm-hmm. taekwondo. They're all very distinct in some way. But then when you start getting into Chinese martial arts, there's yeah, so all... many of them. Yeah. And some of them only have like slight differences. But mm-hmm. to whoever practices that particular kind, you know, it's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's he's like a real martial artist. He's actually in the new Tomb Raider movie. I don't know what part he plays, but I was looking through his filmography online. He's actually the new Tomb Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he's, he's in that. So like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, like he does a re- he does a really good job. I didn't know who he was before I started watching it, but um, yeah, it's 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 actually really well acted. Do you think um, do you think this will will replace Walking Dead as AMC's flagship show? Maybe it depends on how long they intend for it to go. Cause they're how what what show long to go? Um, both I, mean, I guess both of them, but I, I mean into the Badlands. I was gonna say I think it might be a little bit difficult for it to actually replace Walking Dead, just because like the style of show is just so different. Whereas like yeah. once, hmm. like you know, you kind of have like the horror aspect, but mostly drama now. Well, there's, yeah. a lot of people, gonna, there's a lot of people flocking to like drama shows. Game of Thrones is gonna end soon, and HBO's yeah. gotta find something else too. Yeah draw people in because that's the only reason why people watch HBO is for Game of Thrones yeah exactly the problem with The Walking Dead though is it's almost like the show lives on the fact that it's always around now you know what I mean like you just feel like it's not gonna end like because when something's gone another thing replaces it like they're not really getting anywhere yeah no it it really feels super repetitive yeah and when I was talking about the cycles it's not like it happens every season it takes place over like three seasons yeah how many seasons now are this season eight, I think, or nine, yeah. or so whatever? So they've done this cycle that I've mentioned like three to four times now. Yeah, and and believe me, I love The Walking Dead when it first started, but yeah, like I've seen, I feel like I've seen everything now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and like you said, not replacing the the past characters with characters you care about. Yeah, that's a huge factor. And they've they've started to take more liberties with the show and that became less interesting for me because I wasn't starting to see the parallels with the with the source material anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's fun to see is it's like when they adapt something to the source material. Pretty much any show that has that many seasons just that's it. Yeah. It runs out of like something new. Exactly. It's kind of like that with um, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually just became the same formula like yeah. oh, here, here come these people into the world. You can't kill them and you know they somehow mysteriously force push you into yeah. the wall and now you're stuck there and you somehow escape and then you banish them and now suddenly a new bad guy who's just like the last bad guy comes mm-hmm. and does the same thing and you're just as powerless as before. Yeah. Every it's time just... it seems like you get a power boost or something and there's suddenly nothing you can do against the new guy. It's like Dragon Ball Z. No. <laughs> <laughs> Another show that just never ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, but with Into the Badlands, it's a newer show 
it's it's fresh it's unique it's still it's still dense like it hasn't mm. been stretched out like the walking dead i was about to say it sounds like it's got quite the universe within itself too. that's my favorite part is the universe is so unique like i just love it like and all the barons are like color-coded basically mm. and that's so like satisfying to see where it's just like you go to like one baron and he's like his crest is an armadillo and everything's red oh, I so love, like i yeah. love that kind of yeah me too yeah i don't know what do you call it um, I'm trying to figure out like how to summarize what you do when you're like coming up with like, like, for, like I'm looking at a, a Ruby poster right now, and just mm -hmm. like I love how each of them has their own theme of exactly. colors and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that kind of like that kind of theme and organization almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when coming up, it's with really like groups. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, and in the show, and I love, but it's it's also satisfying. But I'm also really into like learning about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like actually growing up, one of my favorite subjects was geography of all things. Cause I love really? learning about like the flags and like their, like their national, like, like colors and animals mm -hmm. and all those like types of things that, you know, they call their own and like what makes them unique. I love, <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Sorry, just, um, we told Chris to behave before we I'm did this. So he's so like, hard right he's now. probably like laughing at something obscene. Yeah. Um, but I just, I love learning about, you know, like the themes of each of the different like factions, like that. Yeah, yeah. I especially love seeing that. Well, like, shows. same in the, like you and Alex are just getting into Avatar, finally. <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's oh my God. kind of the same it thing. Took you that long. I know, right? Love that show. I don't have an excuse. I'm going to be honest. That was you're, right. You're gonna, you're, I was <laughs> born right at the right time for that. You guys, was, yeah, you were because it was on TV when we were younger. The, the, like it the was the best English anime ever. Yeah, in my it's opinion. it's awesome. I think it would be Eastern. That anime. pulls off the same thing because of all the tribes and how unique they are, and they all have colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I, I would I would instantly love that. And yeah. this makes me think there was that big show. I want to say it was either by ABC or NBC. Um, where it was like the world, but like if the world was out of electricity and everything got overrun, um, I'm trying to remember. I want to say there was like like a big dome involved, like but it was a similar thing where they try to do the whole um, trope of the world's completely different now, mm -hmm. and you have that um, appeal of learning about this new environment of what the world would be like, but slightly different. Yeah. Um, but that one I remember, even though that was a huge production and they sunk a lot of money into, didn't end up being very successful. Hmm. It got canceled at the first season. I'm trying to. Somebody knows what I'm talking about here. I feel um, like it's floating around in my head too. But there's a lot of shows that were kind of obscure like that. Right. That uh, were, oh, uh, Terra. Terra Nova. Terra Nova. Okay. Yeah. That's see, that's one of the ones that was floating oh, around my yeah, head. That right. one was actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Had, like I really, dinosaurs and really stuff. Really enjoyed that show. Yeah. yeah they like yeah. went back in time. Yeah. Exactly. It was almost like a parallel time. Uh huh. Yeah. That was cool. I don't know how the time... Time always seems to work differently in, like, every movie. But it's like, <laughs> they go back in time and, you know, they're harvesting resources or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, the past. But it's not, like, changing the future at all for them. So, yeah. you can only a, a, imagine it's, like, a parallel timeline. Mm -hmm. So, what's making Into the Badlands successful, whereas that one was not successful? What do you mean? Not successful? Oh, like, Terra Nova? Yeah. Well... There's real like really high production quality for Into the Badlands. Well, Terra Nova had the like, same thing. It okay, was, it was yeah, like, yeah, it was like a huge but budget. I just honestly, I think it's because, uh, like, I don't know what's making. I don't. I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but when I when I'm when I watch Into the Badlands, it's like, like the fight scenes are so good. Like it's they don't like utilize like shaky cam or like they're mm. switching back and forth between characters. Like you see them both fighting. <laughs> Caleb on. <laughs> You see them both fighting on one screen, and like you get to see like all of their motions most so of the this, time. So the like, cinematography is really good. Yeah, yeah, and the characters are interesting, and the universe is cool, and I just I think how unique it is. I think the biggest thing, thing when it comes to the martial arts aspect, mm -hmm. it never like degrades in quality like no, over time. Yeah, like, it doesn't just blow your mind in the first episode, but mm -hmm. every episode that's really you know it just it really just good. stays yeah. top notch, and you're like, man, I really want to see more. Yeah, you know exactly. What, you know what one didn't. Do that was um, I know it's not strictly martial arts, but Arrow, because that Arrow used to have some oh, really yeah. good fighting scenes, but that I feel like they started, started to, so great. They really mm -hmm. started to slack off with it. Yeah, it, be it became a superhero soap opera. Yeah. That's all the CW shows. I'm sorry. I, actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> no. well, you the CW shows are bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're uh, bad. <laughs> I still go over Jeremy's every Tuesday to watch Flash with him. Oh really? Flash is, is I, not as bad. <laughs> I have. Well, the thing is, it's just I have so much trouble with that show because I don't. Like, I don't want to spoil any of it, but like yeah. when you have you know the bad guy in the last season, you know, Savitar, and I'm not going to reveal like who he actually is, but. You know, he, like, started as, like, a computer-generated character, and they actually uh-huh. did a really good job with it. And you'd watch him fight. You know, he's the god of speed, so you're seeing, like, the speedster run around. It was an actual speedster fight versus, like, you know, running, like, 20 miles side by side. Like, yeah. You know, before, it just looked like you were watching, like, Tron or something. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like, this guy would actually fight. He's, like, picking people up, throwing them, like, putting them through a building, and then, you know, knocking them against a brick wall. You're like, oh, my God, he's actually fighting. And then... He unmasks himself, you know, a few episodes later, and then suddenly it just becomes a guy in a suit. Oh, it's not and fun it, anymore. And instead yeah. of looking like a monster or a demon now, it's just like, he looks like an overweight guy with, like, too much clothes. Yeah. And that it sucks. just totally ruined the end no, for me. And that, after that, I was that's like, That's just nope, like done. unmasking the villain in a horror movie. Like, it just ruins it. That was like, like that was like when they unmasked Kylo Ren in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was like, it's Will the bad guy. Oh, it's the what? nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You guys got like, yeah. We totally see it. Oh, no, not the cool. whippy part, but the nose. It was just, <laughs> the nose, I was like, oh my God. Well, I did have the hair for a while. You so. did have the hair for a while. Yeah. Uh, true. Williams cut his hair, by the way. Yeah. No, that's that's been on for a few episodes oh, okay. Now. Yeah. But oh, it's, I mean, it's not like they're actually seeing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. You, 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 I know. You I guess, were already watching this on YouTube doesn't know what we're talking about. I get it. I get it. I, yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Let's go back into the Badlands. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's 500 years, you know, after, like, oh. It's good. Like every baron, like so, like we were talking about, like the different colors and stuff. Every yeah. barony has their own like crest and their own color, and um, yeah, it's it's just cool. And like, and I think some it, of them because are, it's a TV show, they have more time to really dive into each of those like clans. Almost. Well, o- only like so far, even even after two seasons, you really only know. You really have only seen a lot of like three of them. Okay, um, because but that's the, cool. Yeah, you don't want to because then you have people. time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, because the the story really centers around uh, the Baron that has the red and the armadillo. His name's Quinn. The story really center, centers around like the stuff that takes place in his barony, mm. um, and you you see the other barons and they're involved in the story, but they're more like like side characters um, most of the time. But, but there's another one that you get to see, and still though. But you can see yeah. how every baron is like significantly yeah, different. Yeah, you get to the see how they're they, different. They run their own plantations. Exactly. And yeah, and just like their stylistic differences. Mm, like, it's really cool. Yeah, like Quinn is like he has like a southern drawl, but it's not bad. It's like honestly, he's a really compelling and interesting character, and and his voice and his mannerisms is a part of it. That's one of my favorite parts. Is he's such a good villain. Yeah. Um, he really is, and like. There's a Baroness, um, all of her stuff is white, mm. and, like, um, she's, like, really, like, she's really, like, well-to-do, you know, like, looks, and so everybody's got, like, a stylistic difference mm. as well. Um, another interesting tidbit is, I wrote this down because it's really cool, um, the primary songwriter and rhythm guitarist of Linkin Park composed the title theme. Really? Yeah. And the I title theme is that. another unique thing. It's so cool. Like, it's completely, it's completely hand-drawn. Okay. And it's like really colorful. So like when it comes on, it's like it's like boom and like it's like big letters like for like all the actors that are involved and like different things going on. It's just like it's a huh. really cool opening title. I'm it's, gonna watch it right after this episode. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I watched it all in one day. Mm-hmm. It was just it was done. <laughs> yeah, and then you have two seasons, so you have sixteen episodes to watch. Where can you watch it? Um it's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Yep. Cool. Um and then season three airs on AMC April twenty second. So, Sweet, yeah, that's coming soon. I'm gonna have to follow along. I'm not gonna yeah. be able to wait for yeah. it all to come out at the same time. No, me neither. That reminds me, I'm all caught up on Final Space because I bought the season on Amazon for twenty bucks. Nice, it's worth it. It's really good. And you got Gary's last name wrong. Uh, did I? Yeah, you called him Gary Space. I'm pretty sure his name is Gary Godspeed or Gary Goodspeed, or oh. something like that. Yeah, I mean they never really say his last name. I just noticed, picked up on it. That's okay. Got called out. And I do. Oh, <laughs> I, I love Mooncake. Chocolate. Yeah. Like, he's so, so great. He's so cute. 
<laughs> oh, the, the cute planet-destroying monster! <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I want to like, I want to master all the noises he makes. I know it's not quite gibberish. Like it's not. He literally is like chocolate. Like, yeah. and then he's got like it's like like a, it's like a similish. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's actually a language, but it sounds like gibberish. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, oh, that's he's so cool. cool. Yeah, that's another show that you guys all need to watch. But we've already talked about that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much done. That's that's cool. into the Badlands, and, and so is so is Gary. As yeah, it so happens. So to be. so is Gary. He's all done. He's so if you would like to flip Gary and yeah. move on with you, flip segment. Gary the time well, I don't mind if I do. You're the honors. All right. <laughs> you have a piece so of time block. for me, when I was asked to come on the podcast, I was not told I had to bring a subject. So this was a little bit impromptu. So he doesn't have one. We're done now. So <laughs> I, I've been thinking. I've been like, well, you know what? What have I been doing recently? I haven't been keeping up on the latest shows and, you know, been doing like a lot of reading, but nothing, you know, super amazing. And the only other thing I, I do with my time is pretty much play video games and not video games in general, just PUBG. <laughs> Everybody's just playing PUBG right now. Like, uh, well, and then there's the the ki- the the field of little kids. They're saying, "What about Fortnite?" <laughs> oh yes, all those little kids. But anyway, so I'm gonna tell you why PUBG is way better than Fortnite. I'm excited because now <laughs> shots fired. Oh, anyway. I'm I'm holding out for the PS4 port, and the reason why that hasn't come out yet is because PlayStation doesn't offer a like beta like slash early early release yeah. um, structure in their um, store. So right. like Xbox has their early releasing. That's why I ended up going to Xbox first. Yeah. Um, and um, it's still is it still under? It's, I the, think it's still in early access. For no for oh. Steam the what oh. do you call it um, the green. Uh, no, there's there's a there's a certain green light. Steam green, green light. light. Yeah. Which is one are you talking about? Uh, PUBG. Yeah. PUBG. Oh, PUBG. Is, PUBG is officially been released um it wasn't quite as cleaned up as everybody had hoped Mm. uh, when it came out Um, but they've been doing a lot of modifications to it fixing a lot of bugs and they're discussing region lock right now to cut down on cheaters and region lock what do you mean well (laughs) (laughs) so anybody who's played PUBG knows that as soon as you jump into a lobby the first thing you hear is china number one (laughs) oh my word you'll usually find a few hackers in there I'm not saying that every hacker comes from China, but I'm saying the vast majority of them do. Yeah. And, but it's not just the fact that, you know, people from... It's just because they're smarter than us. <laughs> it's just because they're smarter. I'm not going to that fact. Is there uh, such like a thing as a good stereotype? You know? Yeah. But, but also, like, the reason for the region lock is uh, they, they want to try to cut down on the... The language barrier. Okay. Because when you start so you having mean, people you mean like from, real like regions, right, like in the, okay, you start having people from you know Europe or from you know China. They're all jumping mm-hmm. on U.S. servers or U.K. Yeah. servers, and they're all trying to play. No one speaks the same language, so mm-hmm. you jump into a squad and trying to. You're like, all right, guys, uh, where are we jumping? And it's nine. <laughs> and it's like it's like a communication. Like, Wait, oh no, he's already gone. Like, yeah. And all right, guys, jump in three, two, one. You're out, and the other two guys just keep on going. You're like, oh, okay, that's. And cool. it's like a communication-heavy game too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, if, yeah. If you want to do the good, squad, yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I don't play squads unless I'm with friends, because, mm-hmm. just for that reason. Because yeah. I've never been in a squad where I, I understood everybody that was going on, and we were never on the same page. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can play like 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 everyone's on their own too. Oh yeah, you okay. can. Yeah, um, usually I'll play either solo or duos, mm-hmm. um, but. What what makes like PUBG the game that you continue to play almost exclusively right now? I don't know. It's, it's sort of like a, a bad relationship. <laughs> 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 Something goes horribly wrong. It ended on a bad note. You're angry. There's a lot of tears, and then you suddenly go right back to it. Next chance you get. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. It's just whenever I spend 98 of my time being super frustrated with the game, but the two percent where I'm not is just it's really that's good. Why I come back. And I was like, oh, did you see that shot? Or you know, it's um, I don't know. The one thing I don't like about PUBG right now is just the lack of maps. It's only two maps. Uh, one was released fairly recently, and I don't know. For me, it's a lot of people don't like it versus Fortnite because the map in Fortnite's a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. and so you'll see like a lot more forced encounters regularly. Mm. And people just kind of like the pacing of Fortnite more. Yeah. In a lot of cases, for me though, it's that's not usually a problem for me because it's not where on the map do I want to drop when I'm at PUBG it's where in the school do I want to drop or if Mm -hmm. I'm on the Mexican map it's where in Hacienda do I want to drop Mm -hmm. like so I always try to 
do the craziest encounters, and I think that makes you better at the game. More yeah. responsive. Well, because you learn the most from it. If you if you camp out for 20 minutes only just to die without firing a single shot, you'd learn nothing from yeah, that game. It's like one of those games like where I'll watch streamers for. Like mm. I watch way too much Shroud, honestly. <laughs> the guy's just godlike. He'll, he'll sit there like talking to you and you know, someone's asking questions on the stream and he's just talking away and suddenly he just turns around, aims like three stories up in a window, BAM! Headshot! And then people are like, how the heck did you hear him? And he's just like, you just gotta listen for it. He's like, I don't I don't really see why it's that hard. Yeah. <laughs> As he's talking. Like, but you're talking and you heard the guy in the building and then looked up and shot him. <laughs> I call hacks. Aimbot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and as far as, you know, Pointing and shooting goes, I am so incredibly slow. <laughs> Just, oh my god. So the only reason I personally have, like, besides, because I, the reason why I'm holding out for the PS4 is because, like, look, I know PUBG is going to be a game that I could easily be addicted to, like, in a heartbeat, because I've been wanting this type of game for a very long time, and there's been past Battle Royale games, but there hasn't been one as refined as this one, and that works as well as this one for the type of um, style that we're looking for. Because you look at games like, um, um, like, is it was it um, Arma Three? No, Daisy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're looking at Daisy because it's so spaced out in its encounters. That it's so frustrating when you die because you're like you can be well, two hours. And Daisy game, goes right? on indefinitely, right? Yeah. Where where yeah. PUBG is, it's it's a match. Yeah, right. For, exactly. Yeah. There's it's and then you could you could play hours on Daisy and not have any like actual interaction. So it's like it's it's a different kind of rewards, but that's not what I was looking for. I'm looking for like like the whole match setup, the faster pace. Yeah, and yeah then, I, I tried Daisy. I didn't like Daisy. Yeah. Um, I had looked at H one Z one two. Similar for a time, premise. and yeah, it just they ended up like introducing a patch, which kind of broke the game. And because one of the because because what this game is very re- reminiscent of is Hunger Games, like the the movie slash book. Right, um, that's the entire battle royale. Yeah, idea. and that's why. Um, and one of the things that you'll see in the Hunger Games is that towards the end of the game, they'll force all the people together, so that way they end up fighting each other in the end. And so that and so it's not like they can just camp in their special corner that they love so dearly for the rest of the game. So, and I think that's like that's probably, in my opinion, the biggest incorporation that made this the juggernaut of gaming that it is today is simply that mechanic of forcing everyone steadily together to keep that pacing going right. and to prevent people from just camping out an entire game. Because that's what people do in DayZ. They oh, just, exactly. Like, yeah. No, um, and there's a lot of that, though, and... PUBG. It does take a while for the circle to start closing in and start, you know, forcing people right. to move. And there'll be a lot of times someone jumps into a town, you'll see like maybe, you know, 10, 15 people all drop into the same town slash city. Someone, you know, there's like a brief firefight and suddenly there's like four or five people all held up in different buildings that don't move. <laughs> so, so for me, after the initial like fight in the city, I, I loot a couple buildings. I'm out. I'm gone. Right. I'm like, I'm just going to be running to where I think that the circle said, I do like a little bit of investment in time. Because I think, you, isn't the max for a PUBG game like third how long can a PUBG game be how long uh, never had a game last over like 25 minutes okay so we're looking at like a half hour basically um for a PUBG game for, at, at its max <laughs> yeah you, at its max yeah. I, I'm gonna say realistically a PUBG game is gonna be 30 seconds <laughs> enough time to land and then get shot by someone who got good luck in looting a shotgun mm-hmm. or something um and then <laughs> and then Fortnite I believe is like well, way so, faster pace than that. So the Fortnite only, does come and go much faster than PUBG matches do. The only difference I even saw between the two is that Fortnite just looks cuter. You it's know what I mean? Not, like, no, 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 no. There's, I, there's seen, another big difference. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not just the the animated graphics in it. You yeah, know, like the, the cartoon setting. Yeah. It's that I can even get used to because I played a lot of you know Team Fortress Two back in the day. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Very cartoon. It's very reminiscent I, of that. I love Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do too. Um, oh, Genji, <laughs> my boy. So wait, so what's the other big difference between the two of them? The big difference is the building system. And yes. Oh yeah, because in Fortnite system. you can just be like, boom, 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 let's build right. things. Fortnite, you, you pretty much go around looting, you can get resources, you know, you have mm. your pickaxe with you, you chop down trees, you know, hit old cars, build Minecraft, Battle Royale. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, but let me tell you, it gets really frustrating and 
yes, I will openly admit I am horrible at the building mechanics, so uh, yeah, it's, I am it's, crying it's, a little bit yeah, about it. Yeah. But anyway, the first, you know, you, you have a good shot at somebody, you're up on a hill, you got a sniper rifle looking down, you fire one shot, you hit them, and then suddenly like 30 walls go up right in front of them. <laughs> And then you can't shoot down those walls faster than he can build them. And then suddenly behind it, he's building a ramp going up. And then he just hops over while you're trying to run down. And he drops on your head with a shotgun. And bam, you're out with Cute. one shot. Wow. And then I remember <laughs> me and uh, Ben were playing a game one time. And we had two people run into the same complex that we were in. And then we sit there. We go to pull out our guns and start shooting. And then these guys just start hopping like the Easter Bunny <laughs> towards us. Jump, 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 bam! Single shot with a shotgun. Then the second we both died, they instantly like hit the dance emote. Two of them are synchronized dancing together. There's like a little disco ball <laughs> oh going. God. I look at that, I'm like, I'm never playing this game. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the most BM game I've ever seen. So oh. every time I hear someone say PUBG, I think of like those pub pretzels. I don't know why. Is really? that weird? Yeah, it like I weird. hear PUBG and I just think like, Pretzels, like because for the longest makes me want a beer. People didn't know. Yeah, yeah to, exactly. People, people didn't know what to shorten it to. People just called it battlegrounds, but then like it's also really close to battlefront and then battlefield. Yeah, so it's yeah. like like people didn't know what to call it for the lo- longest time. PUBG's and, like, good. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, whoever came up with the term PUBG, thank goodness, because yeah, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is a mouthful. That's definitely yeah. a mouthful. And why is it even called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Like, well, it's like similar thing to Tom Clancy. Like uh, he likes to put his name into yeah, the, whatever, exactly. man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm the same way yeah. about it, but that is the name of the game. Who even so. is Tom Clancy? Fiji <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> I haven't seen him in any of his own books. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm sorry. I just love looking over at our like thing here, and I can tell wherever I've talked because it goes <laughs> all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Um, on the voice thing. But yeah, you call as soon that, as I but. saw. See, here's the here's the thing with I don't like the building mechanic at all because that is a totally different playing style. Once you throw that mechanic in oh, there, because yeah. like you said, as soon as you try to shoot someone, boom, you've got the walls. So like some people like the fact that oh, you have a shot at defending yourself when someone's shooting at you. It's like no, your your shot at defense is setting yourself up properly yeah. in, a, in a firefight. And like when I play an FPS. That's never an option. Like I think the biggest thing comes down to like taste because there's a lot of people who prefer to have some form of counterplay one way or the other. And yeah. I fully admit that in Fortnite there is a much better opportunity for counterplay in almost any situation. Oh, absolutely. Whereas PUBG sometimes either. luck just kind of determines who wins because yeah. you'll have someone who happens to be where the circle closes to and suddenly you have like the further stretch to run and then you might be running in a place with absolutely zero cover. But I also like mm-hmm. the fact that you do need a little luck uh, some people will totally disagree with this. I like the fact that you need a little bit of luck to win because it makes that all that much more sweeter when you do win. Yeah. Because you realize that you can be as good as you want to be. You could be the best player in the game, but it does not guarantee you the win. Yeah, exactly. So I always like that, That because it allows for underdog scenarios, you know, where you just happen to be at the right place at the right time. You happen to get that lucky shot, you know, or that, lucky, or that lucky drop, you know. You, you managed to find the vehicle at the right time. I'm just actually, vehicles is another big thing. I mean, because you don't have any vehicles in Fortnite. No. And then, let me tell you, the first time your whole squad gets wasted by one guy in a car because none of you can seem to bring him down. Like, in PUBG. It's hysterical, yeah. It's yeah. hysterical, but at the same time, you get so angry because... <laughs> You sit there like, oh, I know I'm getting a lot of shots on this guy. Like, why? Why isn't he dying? And then suddenly, you know, he has a dune buggy, so his tires stick out way further than you expect. You hop out of the way. You're like, I'm good. Suddenly he goes, bam! You're down. You're like, okay. So he just swings around, runs over you again. You're done. You're like, ugh. And then he just keeps circling back around, like picking off your squad one by one. You know? I love those games, though, where everybody gets a dune buggy. It becomes a Mad Max. It's like, what a lovely day. You just start cruising over the hills and looking for people. You know, there's, like, one guy at a tree, and everyone comes in from, like, different sides, so there is no escape. I just imagine, like, one guy, like, rummaging through a house, and he's like, oh, there's got to be, like, there's got to be a good gun around here somewhere. And he just, like, he stops, and then he hears in the distance, like, three dune buggies. He's like, could it be? And he's, like, over the hill. You just see, like, three dune buggies, like, just come over. It's like, no. I think... So isn't Fortnite like a totally different game? It's it's the same style of game being a battle royale. Now, so but I thought Fortnite was originally this different game. Oh yeah, it has a battle oh, yeah, royale yeah. mode, gonna, and now that's what everybody plays it for. Yeah, well, right. A little bit of background. Yeah, Fortnite was totally different game. In fact, it was almost. I think it was just finished before they added because the battle royale mode is literally just a mode. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like they. Um, it's just the mode that they slap onto the game as an afterthought because right. PUBG was popular. But that's the one to free to play. 
So, you know, that's and that's another reason why that game is uh, higher popularity right now. because This is free to play. Yeah, Fortnite. You can, but, yeah, you guess can just what? download it, try it out, you know. Guess what? I am... Fixing the camera? <laughs> I am totally okay with that because it really... It really, it really filters out the the people who actually want to play seriously in PUBG, and people who want to whine and complain. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps, or you're really good, so you go and Let's, troll in a Fortnite game. I was gonna say you, you're, you're gonna see a lot of whining and complaining in PUBG too. It's oh just, yeah, no, I'm, I know. I'm just, I, I just prefer like the more realistic movement, you know, cover system. No, I really do. Leaning, oh my god, I love lean. <laughs> or hate it, depending on you know how much better the other guy is at it than you are. That's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, if, for instance, in a different universe where somehow Fortnite Battle Royale came out before PUBG, I'd be really upset. It's like, wait, there's this this, this game's happened. I've been looking to be exactly what I've been looking for for the longest time, and they put in building. I'd be so upset. Like, you were so close. There's no option to turn that off. There's no non-building Battle Royale mode in yeah, Fortnite. exactly. If they took that off, that I feel like the building wouldn't even be that bad if it took a little bit longer to actually build. So but just it, like boom wall, right? Is well, it? Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty much because yeah. you put it in, or like mm -hmm. you point click where you want your wall. The wall gains full integrity. So now you know if you build it out of bricks or metal, it uh. takes multiple shots to bring down. Uh. But the wall isn't like fully built for several seconds. So you're just like watching the pieces kind of get assembled on their own. But you're not doing anything in that time. All you had to do was point click, and then you're done. And then the yeah. wall builds or builds itself. So. That's why they can just be like, wall, 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 yeah. ramp, climb up, ramp again. It's and that's one of those mechanics that's so difficult to master, but once you master it, it's like, it's insane what you're capable of. Oh, yeah. In that case, it doesn't matter if you're like faster than someone, if you're, yeah, or if you're not as good at shooting as somebody. It's like, if you've mastered the building mechanic and how to move while you're building, then And see, that's another thing. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot, because you don't have that unknown slash luck factor, in Fortnite. For Fortnite's much more decided by skill. And some people are going to like that, and some people are going to hate that, because there's just people that you physically cannot beat no matter how lucky you are, because yeah. the amount of stuff that these professional uh, Fortnite players pull off is just insane. Yeah. You know? But every time I end up getting a kill in PUBG, I, I just feel way more satisfied than I do in Fortnite. Yeah. You know, you have someone who's like 400 meters out, and you're like trying to leave because they have the bullet drop, you know, you can, you can see with, like, certain guns. I had this one the other day. Because, um, like, the school on the Russia map is the hottest zone like, oh, yeah. in that area besides military base. And just to the uh, east of it, you have a whole bunch of apartments. You know, it's probably a good two 300 meters out. Like, it's kind of far away. So I end up picking up a VSS. It shoots a 9mm round. So it shoots a lot slower, and it drops quicker. So okay. I remember it's like seeing one guy on the roof of a school. I'm just looking over there. I just start firing a couple rounds, and the guy can clearly see like shots going around him. He has no idea where I am. It's a yeah. silence weapon. And then finally, I, I aim up, which like really far, like above this guy, not expecting anything to happen. He like bent down to go revive a teammate. Bullet goes all the way up in the sky. Ooh, bam! Right in the head. <laughs> kill. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, that has to be the like worst kill cam to go back and watch. Like, oh, really? <laughs> he got. I shot with that piece of garbage gun. My only real exposure to PUBG is I watched Rooster Teeth play. You know oh, what yeah. I'm talking about, right? Where they're like every like That's so, part of yeah. Rooster Teeth. Is so I don't know if you saw. There's a video you should check out because you know Rooster Teeth has several different gaming divisions now, like different like um, affiliated companies. So like they have Funhouse, they have um, Couch Hop, they have Kind of Funny, um, they have uh, Sugar Pine Seven, Achievement um, Hunter. Chief Hunter. That's that's their own one. I'm talking yeah, about like yeah, a separate. Yeah, never really thing. followed yeah. their gaming side. Um, but um, but they got all those people together, and had their own private PUBG server. So it was just people in the company. And there's a there's a video. Bless the editor, man. Whoever I know, he got all the writing. There's, like all. So the there's writing. like 38 players, I think, and he edited all the views from all 38 players into this this video. video. Yeah. Oh wow. So, but it's so awesome That's because impressive because you get to see everybody's reaction, to everything, and you see stuff unfolding from so many different angles, and you don't know who's going to encounter who, and it's it's a really good video. It is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, watch I just that. love it because awesome. like at the first out. match they play, they decide to get multiple teams on the same team, and they're like, "All right, no pants." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like had, that's how you know. Achievement uh, Hunter and Funhouse was teaming up like to make an ultimate yeah. team for the first one, and their way of <laughs> recognizing each other because they're not uh, like officially on the same team right. um, is they didn't wear pants. Yeah. So if they saw a character <laughs> yeah. without pants, they'd be like, "Oh, yep, you're on my team." Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> Remember, guys, no pants. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of no Russian. Yeah. <laughs> 
So <sighs> that's great. But yeah, I will definitely be hum- ha- bleh, what the? I'll definitely be. Um, I'd hump that too. <laughs> I'll definitely be no! <laughs> jumping on that hype train pretty soon. Um, I'll leave you guys to that. Yeah, yeah let me know how it plays on the uh, PS4. When it gets down. I'm curious. If I play any games like soon, it's probably going to be Civ 5. I'll probably drop my time into Civ 5 again. Oh my Dude, God. I love Civilization. Uh, I actually picked up uh, Tom Clancy's Wildlands. It's Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy, where are you? He's everywhere. He's like Waldo. You just <laughs> can never find him. Fun fact: There's a character in Into the Badlands named Waldo. Really? Steve, and, he, and he's played by Stephen Lang. Oh. You know who that is? No. Guy from Avatar. He plays the Colonel in Avatar. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I, I know who he is. Yeah. yeah, such a good actor. Yeah, he's in it, so it's good. That's um, awesome. Is that it? Is that it? Are we? Yeah. Uh, are we yeah. off for the weekend? Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> Actually, I was trying to lead into a to a quote from Scott Pilgrim, but I guess oh, that's no. done. I guess that's ruined. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, there's opportunities this, were lost. Yeah, we this bit about there's this bit about the cleaning lady. Uh, and how he was trying to burn him, but he was also trying to be like really realistic. And basically, the thing is like, but clean lady, she's a weekend's off, so Monday, right? So, <laughs> so, and that's when this episode will air is yeah. uh, Monday, Monday, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we tried. Yeah. Anyways, cool. anyways. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for bringing me in. Yeah. Uh, this it's wonderful. Was pretty fun. It's wonderful. To listen to all the stuff you guys talk about. Have you? It's great. Yeah. Contribute or you, really you, not contribute in my case for the most yeah. part. But <laughs> feel, feel, hey. feel free to listen uh, to the episode after it airs, and feel free to cringe at. Me. Hearing yourself, everything that I say, I, that's always <laughs> believe me. Hearing yourself is the for, for the first time is like that's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's like trying to leave a voice message on exactly. your phone where you're like, yeah. okay, what do I want my mailbox to sound like? It's like you're really like, no, like oh, bad, bad, yeah. bad. You have to redo it like forty times. <laughs> your voice is ugly. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I just want to say this real quick before we end. I was listening to our last episode with uh, with the Harry Potter segment, and mm-hmm. there was uh, there was a quote that Alex said specifically. Um, oh it was yeah, like, it's not like the bat of uh, the the extra fries at the bottom of the bag if you know what I mean and like I did a little <laughs> in the episode I had a little chuckle but when I was listening to it like for the first time I was laughing so hard and I was mad at myself I was like dude that was really funny why did you only chuckle at that that was a really f- I was laughing at that for like a minute uh, and I was like mad at my past self for like not enjoying that joke more <laughs> dang you past me <laughs> yeah. So. This might be our longest episode yet, actually. No, no. You sure? No. Yeah. Well, the more we talk, the more, the more we <laughs> yeah, have a chance to break on the record. We can change that, right? Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> no, I think our longest episode is like a minute twenty, or an hour twenty. Sorry. <laughs> wow, a minute twenty. That's a really long one. <laughs> we have like twenty second segments. <laughs> I know. I have trouble holding a conversation for any longer than 60 seconds. So. <laughs> Meta 20 is pretty good. That'd be a good April Fool's episode. <laughs> 20 second, 20 <laughs> second segments. The episode's only like a minute long. Oh, that'd be great. Uh-oh. Anyway. Alright. I think we're finally done now. Stay okay, cool. Yeah. Stay, ki- stay kind, geeks. <laughs> I even messed that up. God dang it. <laughs> Alright. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 